1: Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here, and in today's video, we are going to be talking about the short-term bounce that we have witnessed on Bitcoin. As you guys know, Bitcoin is currently trading at $61,600, and in just the last 24 hours, it has managed to bounce back up above 60K. And we got some big news for you guys. If Bitcoin manages to stay above $60,000 through the end of this month, this will be the highest monthly close in the history of Bitcoin. And in this video, we're going to be talking about the way that Bitcoin billionaires think. We're going to be doing a ton of technical analysis I've literally got like 60 or 70 pieces of TA that I need to show you in today's show. We've got a bunch of really interesting news, including the fact that Nayib Bukele, the president of El Salvador, just bought 420 more Bitcoin. Nice. And we have quite a bit more that we need to talk about. It's going to be a great show. I'm really looking forward to it. Strap yourselves in and like the video if you like the video. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, TA Tim. How you doing, Tim?
2: Hello. I have updated my uh, sign. This is here to stay because... uh... It's important to talk about. The Composite
1: Man. If you know, you know. Dun, dun, dun. The Composite Man. We are also joined, as always, by our producer and awesome guy in general, Smay. How you doing, Smay?
0: Oh, everybody. Thank you, Jeff. The Smay uh, Man. Guys, I get to shout out three special people today, and I'm going to take that honor very seriously, guys. I want to shout out, first and foremost, Matthew Campbell. Let's go. Thank you for being a member. Stanley Bukakis. that nice name thank you so much for being a member and Mike the humble swede thank you guys so much for being members if you guys are interested oh by the way by the way I'm going to hint you something. <gasps> some cool stuff is coming to the membership program Ooh. here soon, guys. Ooh-hoo. But also, guys, uh, if you're interested in the membership program, the link is in the description. Thank you.
1: Boom. There you go. Tim, how about that $63,000 prediction coming out of Plan B? looks like he might be right on the money again. What do you yep. think it's going to be at by the end of the month, my friend?
2: Uh, well, let's see. My prediction for Friday, which is the 29th, was 64000 which is you know a day and, a, and some change before the end of the month. Let's call it 64000
1: I'm feeling pretty good about my prediction. I have the lowest prediction of sixty-three thousand. I confidently, I, I really don't know. I man, we're about 60, to eclipse
2: sixty-two. So. I
1: know you're sixty-four, right? I'm sixty-four. Okay, right? so if it goes above sixty-three thousand, I am going to lose the Huddle yeah. Trophy, which I currently have from last week. So we shall see. But My
2: fear is that what's going to happen is because it, it needs to be above 635 tomorrow at nine thirty for me to win. It's yep. going to be at like 634 Yep. And then like last week, within ten minutes, it's going to cross over <laughs> into my.
1: But hey, it's range. all about that nine thirty game. It sucks. By the way, guys, today's show is brought to you by one of our favorite indicators. In fact, it is my favorite indicator. It's called Luxalgo Premium. And funnily enough, I actually just had lunch with the CEO of Luxalgo yesterday. He gave me a bunch of really cool information. It's a fantastic product. You're going to see us using it today in this show. If you want to sign up for Luxalgo, you absolutely should. We've had thousands of people sign up for it and they're loving every minute of it. Use coupon code JEBB for 20% off at checkout. But let's go ahead and jump onto my chart. You guys know how this works. We're going to be doing our bullish segment here until about 950 or so. Then we're going to jump into an an intermission from there we'll be diving into our bearish segment we're going to look at the bearish technicals because there are still a lot of them in play and then finally to wrap out the show we will jump into a discussion around bitcoin cryptocurrency mindset philosophy and the like but let's start here on my screen with just some regular old bitcoin technical analysis and as we always like to do because we're optimists here in this cryptocurrency space we're going to look at the bullish the very first thing that i want to show you on the daily chart has been showing up over the last couple of hours. The fact that Bitcoin has seen this large green candlestick from about fifty-eight thousand five hundred up to where it is right now at sixty-one thousand six hundred means that if we close this daily cha- this daily chart candlestick like this, then we're going to be setting something in motion called a bullish engulfing candlestick here on the bottom of the market, and that is actually a very bullish sign. We've seen these show up many times in history. For example, right here, and another example is right here. This is in July, uh, July the twenty-first to be specific, and then August the third. The last couple of times that we've seen major examples of those bullish engulfing candlesticks. We also saw one come into play right here on the 13th of September. Very, very, very bullish pattern if we do end up closing like that. Now, another thing to show you guys here is the RSI. If we take a look here at the RSI, you guys can see RSI pushed all the way up to 78 just a couple of days ago on the 20th of October. We managed to pull all the way down to 52 yesterday, but as of today, RSI has been bouncing and rallying all the way up to 59. What is the point here? RSI has had a healthy correction. It has allowed the bulls that were over leveraged, as we talked about in yesterday's show, to get liquidated. It's allowed for the market to reset itself and we have built a strong foundation here in between $55 and $60,000. We never actually broke below 50 on the RSI on the daily chart, and basically what that means is that we have managed to maintain bullish control of this market. We're still in the bullish control zone, which sits between about 50 and 75. If you're in that region, you are confidently in the hands of the bulls. So yes, we're having a correction, but no, it is not the end of this uptrend in any way, shape, or form. Now, another thing I want to show you here has to do with one of my favorite uh, moving averages in cryptocurrency technical analysis. I've been talking about this moving average for years, guys. I literally made a video on it in CT2A like three years ago. It is none other than the 20 exponential moving average here on the daily chart. This 20 EMA is crucial because we oftentimes see Bitcoin bounce off of this moving average as support or... in this case as resistance. It is one of the moving averages that we use to determine if Bitcoin is in an uptrend or a downtrend. And as of yesterday, we have currently bounced off of the 20 EMA and right now we're sitting above it. The 20 EMA currently sits at $59,100. We are currently sitting at $61,700. So at least for the time being, we are currently bouncing off of the 20 daily exponential moving average. And that is a very, very good sign. But moving down here to the four-hourly chart, I also want to show you something to do with the VPVR. If you look really quickly here at the VPVR, and I can go ahead and get rid of this. I actually turned on the wrong thing. If we look at the VPVR here, which I closed out of. No, let me get that back. Uh, This is a great example of me showing you guys how to find this. A lot of people are always wondering, how do you find the VPVR? Well, if you have a paid version of TradingView, you come into your indicators and strategies. You get confused because you don't actually type in VPVR necessarily. You want to come down here to volume profile, turn on visible range. That's how you get the VPVR. And then you'll probably get these big blocks, what I do is I come in here and change this row size to 200 so that I have a little bit more resolution. So I accidentally deleted VPVR and I just gave you an example of how to get it back up so that you know that. But the point I'm making here is the VPVR has this support level right here at 50, um, $59,000 and we've managed to bounce off of that level. And we've also managed to get back up above the current point of control which sits at $61,000. If we manage to hold above 61K then we are getting above this level of resistance. Now it is support on VPVR. 61K is a very important level of support and I'm going to go ahead and draw that for you right here. Actually, it's already on my screen. I'm going to switch that to blue so that we note it, uh, notate it as support. Remember guys, there are, there are all also a couple of other levels of support that we discussed in yesterday's video. There is uh, 53,000. There's 55,000. There's 57 and a half thousand, and then there, are of course, these levels up here. All of these are strong levels of support that we have previously identified. Now, looking here for some other things, I want to show you really quickly that we are repeating what we saw just a little while ago. Let me get this up. I'm in the, let me grab this really quickly. Hang on one second. I was in the wrong document. Perfect. We are, we are uh, right now building what is known as an inverse head and shoulders pattern. You can see it right there. This inverse head and shoulders pattern actually might end up being the thing that allows us to break back up above all time high. Remember, we've talked about how there's a head and shoulders pattern forming right here on Bitcoin. But actually, based on the rally that we've seen over the last little while, there is potentially an inverse head and shoulders pattern forming. The head and shoulders pattern that we looked at a couple of days ago has a price target down here at 53,000, but this inverse head and shoulders pattern actually has a price target pretty high. We can do a simple price target on it right here, extrapolate that out, and then we will see that that has a PT of about $70,000. So if Bitcoin does manage to continue this inverse head and shoulders pattern like this, then that could push us all the way up to $70,000, so keep that in mind. Now, there are a couple of other things I want to show you out here on the daily chart that I meant to mention a second ago. One of them has to do with the fact that right now we are forming what's known as a bull flag on the daily chart Take a look at these two downtrending levels of resistance and support here on bitcoin This means that bitcoin is forming a bull flag. What's a bull flag? Well in the same way that you have a flag Pole and then you have a flag coming across from it in real life on a real flag You see the same thing happen on a flag on a chart There is the trading channel right here that represents the flag and then you have the flag pole which we can represent like this You basically use this flagpole and extrapolate from the flag to get a price target and that gives us a price target up here of 85,000. 000. so based on two formations that we've seen so far We have between a $70,000 and an $85,000 price target. That is a very good thing indeed. Now, another thing I want to show you here has to do with the volume on the daily chart. We actually did manage to break above our moving average yesterday on volume. We talked about the volume quite a bit on Bitcoin yesterday, and the volume right now has managed to bounce and rally and break above our moving average. That is a good sign because it indicates that we may see increased volume coming in. For five days straight, we saw more volume. That's what we want to see. We don't want to see this really low volume that we saw about a week ago. That's not actually that bold of a thing. Now, looking here at the Bollinger Bands on the daily chart, you can also see that while the Bollinger Bands are constricting, we've managed to get back up above the basis line for the Bollinger Bands, which is the 20 EMA. I actually just closed that again. I keep touching the wrong thing and then deleting it. Let's get the Bollinger Bands back up here. If you take a look at the Bollinger Bands, you can see we are currently bouncing back up above the 20 line, which is that center line. Now, one of the last things I want to show you here on the daily chart is on the MACD, you can see that the MACD is converging bullish on itself and has been ever since this morning. We did see a lot of bearish divergence, but I told you guys two days ago that if we do see any kind of bullish momentum at all, then we could see a reversal on the histogram and then be looking for a bullish MACD cross. That would be a very good sign. And by the way, this is one of the highest levels that the MACD has ever been in history. So if you're concerned about Bitcoin, the whole theme of this stream is when in doubt, zoom out. If you're in doubt right now, you need to zoom out and look at that MACD because it's giving us a lot of bullish signals. Now, looking down here to the four-hour chart there are a couple more bullish things on the oscillators number one our rsi has broken above the 50 level meaning that the four hourly chart rsi has broken into the bullish control zone this is the bullish control zone up here between this dash line and this dash line basically when the rsi line is in between these two lines that indicates to us that the bulls are in power. That indicates that the bulls are in charge, and that's what we want to see. On top of that, you can see as of about four hours ago, we did see a bullish MACD cross on the four-hourly chart. That's a very bullish thing because whenever the MACD crosses on the four-hourly chart, that generally means that you're going to have a short-term rally, at least for the next day or two. On top of that, if you take a look here at the four-hourly chart downtrend for the bull flag we were looking at, we're currently testing it as resistance, and if Bitcoin does manage to break through that, then you could expect a rally all the way up to 63700 in the next 24 hours. For the sake of my prediction and continuing to hold the Huddle trophy, I kind of hope that we don't do that. I kind of hope it waits until Saturday, but we shall see what happens. Moving on here down to the one hourly chart, there's a couple things I want to show you. The number one thing I want to show you is that we are currently back up above support around $59,000. We did fall below this for a little while yesterday. We thought that we were going to have trouble getting back up above this. We were concerned about a bear flag forming right here with a price target like pretty low. This price target would have been down here at 54th K, but we did manage to break bullish out of it. And that's a very good thing. Remember, we broke bearish out of a bull flag up here, and then we just broke bullish out of a bear flag down here. So it's kind of interesting. We actually are very excited that Bitcoin managed to bounce and rally, and I think it makes a lot of sense because we've talked about the fact that the market is very uh, very much trying to uh, establish its footing establish a foundation down here around this 59000 to $65,000 region so I'm quite happy about that one other thing I want to show you is that Down here on the histogram, you can see on the one-hourly chart MACD, these histogram levels. Take a look at how high on the one-hourly chart these histogram bars are. This is actually the highest the histogram bars have been on Bitcoin in recent memory. In fact, other than a couple of times that we got up to this point here on October the 1st and October the 6th, you have to go back a very, very, very long way to see the last time that Bitcoin was actually more bullish and more divergent on its MACD in the bullish direction. You have to go all the way back to the twenty. 5th of July. So there's an argument to be made that the MACD right now on the one hourly chart for Bitcoin is more bullish than it has been in over three months. And that actually makes a lot of sense because we bounced and rallied hard about six hours ago, rallying a couple thousand dollars in just a couple of hours. So I'm quite bullish on that. pretty excited about that. But really quickly here, let's go ahead and jump into our Market Cypher TA. I want to look at some things over there, and then we're going to jump into a couple pieces of news. I'm going to run through Market Cypher really quickly here, guys, because we've got a ton of news stories that we need to cover. Most of them are just headlines that I I want you to be aware of. But quickly, let's go ahead and run through all of this. Let me get my notes up here correctly. Perfect. All right. So the very first thing I want to show you is that the Market Cypher on the daily chart looks like it's trying to set up to be bullish. We have a, a lot of downtrending momentum here. Notice this momentum wave is moving. Moving to the downside, we had a red dot. But at some point in the near future, this is more than likely going to reverse and we're going to see a green dot come in. It hasn't happened yet, but we are probably going to see it happen. If Bitcoin manages to stay up here above 61K, even if it goes up to 62, 63, we could easily be setting up for a, bear, a bullish um, momentum wave cross. And that would be very bullish. On top of that, the money flow here on the daily chart for market cipher is relatively flat, but it is uh, positioned to continue moving to the upside. And even though it's flat, it is still pretty high above the baseline, indicating that there's still a lot of money coming into the cryptocurrency space. On top of that, take a look here at the VWAP. That's moving to the upside, and the RSI is relatively angled upwards. Now, if we look at the market side for DBSI, we can see something interesting. We actually had quite a lot of bearish numbers up here, like this six and this 16, indicating a lot of bearish strength. That has now reversed, and we're seeing more neutrality coming out of the daily chart DBSI, which is a good sign indeed. Moving down here to the four-hourly chart, things are actually looking really bullish down here. We've had a green dot on momentum. VWAP's moving to the upside. broke really hard to the upside. RSIs are moving to the upside. We saw one of them turn green. That's a good sign. That's a bullish signal. And then we also see that the money flow is curving to the upside. The four-hourly chart right now is getting an insanely strong uh, buy signal coming from market cipher and it actually looks the same thing on the dbsi we're seeing a lot of big numbers down here on the bottom even an 18 right here i believe this goes up to 26 i want to say you guys can correct me in the comments but it goes up to a little over 20 18 is a very high number indicates a lot of bullish strength right now a lot more than we've seen recently we only saw like a 15 14 12 over here over here recently we've seen a 14 17 18 it looks like we have more bullish strength right now in this rally than we did in this rally that we saw on the 24th meaning that we could potentially punch higher than we did last time that would definitely be good. Moving down to the hourly chart, uh, it's a little bit of a different story. There is a lot of bullishness on the DBSI, a lot of these big, powerful numbers, but we could be seeing a reversal relatively soon, especially considering on the hourly chart, we have this long upper shadow forming in just the last couple of minutes that I've been talking. Looking here at the, uh, the market cipher, B, down here on the oscillator, you can see the momentum is sitting up here really, really high. But notice how the light blue and the blue are converging. If these cross, we're going to see a red dot, and that would indicate momentum's coming to the downside. RSI is trending up, which is good, but the VWAP is coming down, and the money flow has stagnated. The money flow was increasing, but it is not increasing anymore, indicating that the bullish strength might be running out, and the bulls might be getting exhausted down here on the one-hourly chart. On the one-hourly, basically what we're looking at here with Market Cipher and with the rest of our TA is basically that bitcoin has the potential to break this red downtrend but if it doesn't then it's going to reject and it's going to reject hard and we probably see bitcoin pull back to around sixty thousand dollars. in general things are looking pretty bullish looks like we've got a great bullish reversal going on the last six hours but time is going to tell if that will maintain now quickly i want to run through a couple of headlines here i'm only going to spend about five minutes on this and then we're going to jump into our first intermission read some super chats and move on the very first thing i want to talk about here has to do with India. I'm going to read a uh, synopsis of this I have. I'm going to read directly out of my notes. Earlier in the year, the Indian authorities planned to impose a total ban similar to the one in China and even criminalize the ownership of Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining. This was a massive deal because, as you know, India is the second largest nation in the world by population. It's one of the larger uh, economies in the world. And what they are basically doing is that they're implementing a massive U-turn in this uh, per the article's Uh, descriptor here on Crypto Potato. The Indian government will reportedly implement a regulatory framework for operating with cryptocurrencies by February of next year. Instead of a complete ban, as was talked about more recently, this time the authorities will debate whether to accept Bitcoin and altcoins as an official asset class. That is a massive U-turn for India. This is not a story that we've been covering a lot here on the channel, the whole Indian controversy around cryptocurrencies, but the fact that India is warming up to cryptocurrency could be massive, especially considering the fact that India India's government is trying to move in a more digital direction. There is a potential that we could see them work with a CBDC in the future, which I wouldn't be thrilled about, but it could usher in more cryptocurrency adoption. India turning in the direction of uh, being pro Bitcoin could end up being a massively bullish thing for crypto, especially considering India and China have a long-standing feud. If China believes one way about crypto, and you know how they believe, India very well may believe the other way just for the sake of you know combating China and then getting any kind of advantage over their neighbor that they can get. Now, another headline I want to show you here is pretty interesting. Interesting. El Salvador buys a smoking hot 420 more Bitcoin. I don't know what that's referencing. I wonder why it says smoking hot. That's I I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. But either way, now, Yib Bukele is an absolute mad lad over on Twitter. This dude is the president of a nation. And this is like the Elon Musk of Central America is basically what he is. He says, ha 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 ha. We're already making profit of the Bitcoin we just bought. How do we take profit if one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin? Cheeky. I love that. We have a trust fund accounted in US dollars, but the trust fund is both is funded by both US dollars and bitcoin and as you can see right here el salvador just purchased 420 bitcoin a reddit user said nice blaze it i love it that is that is just absolutely hilarious that is really really funny another headline here to read you wharton is going to accept cryptocurrency as tuition payment for blockchain class kind of you got the whole point just from the article just from the headline here wharton business school one of the if not the most prestigious business school on the planet could be accepting cryptocurrency relatively soon for tuition. That's pretty cool. Looking here onto Kelly Kellum's Twitter, he's got a really interesting post here, a retweet from Gert Van Lagen. He said this, uh, this, uh, market right now on Bitcoin actually looks very similar to a classic pattern that you guys have looked at quite a bit and that we've covered for years on the channel, which is called the bump and run formation. If you guys would like to see a dedicated video on this concept, I would love to make an entirely dedicated video on this concept. Basically what this is saying is that in the last six uh, to 12 months, Bitcoin has formed something called a bump and run formation which if I go to a clean chart here and show you, it is basically, I'll go ahead and delete all of this TA. Basically what it is, is this downtrend right here uh, bounced. And the fact that we did this number right here is a bump and run formation. It's a really old pattern. People have been looking for this pattern for over a century in markets. And it almost always leads to a massive rally. So the fact that this is happening on Bitcoin, huge deal, definitely leads to some parabolic movement. And he's also got a couple of things over here. Make sure to go follow Kelly Kellum on Twitter, by the way, if you haven't already, you're missing out. He's about to hit 2,500 followers. I want to get him to 5,000 as soon as possible. Over here, he's talking about how the Bitcoin balances on exchange is hitting a major low right now. And also, if we look at the Bitcoin volatility index, we're seeing volatility come back in a pretty big way. And that basically means that people are getting very excited about cryptocurrency. There's a lot of trading going on, a lot of retail coming back into the space. So here's my point in this bullish segment, and then we're going to read some super chats. Right now, there are bearish things in crypto. Right now, there are reasons to be concerned. There are always going to be reasons to be concerned for the short-term price. But here's what Bitcoin billionaires do. This is what the people that make their billions in cryptocurrency do. You know what they do? They look at those bearish things and they say, okay, but what's the time frame? Is this something that affects the next three days, or is this something that is going To have an existential impact on cryptocurrency for the next decade. And they weigh that. If you're in crypto for the next 10 years, like I am 10, 20, 30 years, then you have to look at what's going to affect the next 10, 20 years. Don't get freaked out because of something that's going to happen and affect the next three days when you're worried about what's going to happen in the next 30 years. The Bitcoin billionaires of the world became billionaires because they were able to look at the long term perspective, long term outlook, and then make decisions based off of that. Is Bitcoin bearish right now? There's a little bit of bearishness, and we're going to talk about it in a second. Should you be concerned about it if you're a major investor? investor? Heck no. And if you're a trader, you shouldn't be worried either because it's a great time for you to make some gains. With that said, let's go ahead and read some super chats. Let's go ahead and interact with the chat a little bit. If you guys are enjoying today's stream, make sure to hit that like button if you like the video and subscribe if you want more content. We're going to be hitting 200K subs next week, it looks like. I'm looking forward to that.
2: Well, we got a light light segment here, and and I think I'm going to be able to read some questions in chat, some comments in chat. Awesome. But we have a new member that we need to call out, Ricardo Venegas. I I don't know if that's correct or not. Um, if you guys are new to the show, welcome to the segment where Tim butchers everyone's name. Uh, but he just became, I'm assuming Ricardo is a he, just became a Jedi Knight. Uh, so welcome to the team. Hopefully uh, you can correct me on that pronunciation. We also just had a super chat. Just Richard Cooper wanted to donate. Oh, thank uh, you. So thank you so much. We just had one come in that was added from, okay, is this Rami? I'm thinking it's Rami Daniel. And he said, Have you guys heard of Cake Monster? Amazing project with huge potential. God bless. Glad your channel's. Here.
1: I have not, but you're making me want some cake, Rami. Rami. I, I kinda want some cake now.
2: We were actually the other day in the in the office joking about the different random names of some of these coins. In there these are some projects. pretty funny names. There are some funny ones. Did some you guys know there's a repeatable. women coin? There's uh, a yeah. women coin. Yeah. It's a coin. (laughs) It's It's really fun. You definitely have your options in the market. But, you know, something I I saw earlier in chat that I think we should reference. Jeb, what are your thoughts about Shiba Inu after yesterday? Because you made a TA prediction on it. What are your thoughts about what's happening right there right now?
1: Well, let me look at it. I don't know what's going on with it. It's probably rallied more, hasn't it? I bet you that's what it's done. It has. Okay, so here's the deal, guys. Everybody likes to get upset whenever somebody says this is a bad idea to invest in. Here's the deal. Take a look at my screen really quickly. What happened to SHIB? It dropped 36% in three hours. That right there is one of the reasons I was telling you to be careful about it. Yes, it rallied to uh, 8900 and it pulled but it pulled back down to 5659. A lot of people look at Shiba and they're like, "Can I go to a dollar?" No, it can't go to a dollar. You know how much money it would take for Sheep to go to a dollar? It would literally be more valuable than the global real estate market. Do you think that's possible? It's not. It is completely and utterly impossible. Sheba has already had a massive rally. The dog coins of the world, the Shiba Inus and the and the Doge coins and other kind of projects like that like SafeMoon are going to they're like playing the lottery. Yes, you can win a million bucks and retire on it. But the problem is the people that win the lottery and win a million bucks, oftentimes the people that are playing the lottery don't have a lot of financial education. So when they win a million bucks, they don't know what to do with it. And then they get screwed over because they got all this money and then they run into debt. And a lot of people end up more broke than they were before because they got all this money. And the problem with making a million dollars off a Shiba Inu is that if you made a million bucks off a Shiba, you got lucky. You didn't do it because you learned technical analysis and you got lucky. And that's going to build your confidence. And then that confidence can easily turn into arrogance and it can cause you to get wrecked in a leverage trade. So you have to be careful with that. If you made money on SHIB, count your blessings. Don't try and repeat it because there's no formula to getting lucky other than being in the right place at the right time. It's a it's a project that's made a lot of people a lot of money, but there's a lot of things that have made a lot of people a lot of money. It doesn't mean it's a good idea to invest in. <laughs>
2: I got, a, I got a shout out in chat from Robert Casanova. I uh, hope I said your name right there, Casanova. Uh, he said, "Ta Tim, learn how to pronounce names. Where does one go to learn how to pronounce names? I I took classes on called an English class, English. Tim. I'm sorry, but some man. of these names are not English names. It's Called English, and they do not. They do not." adhere to the to the rules of the English language and that's okay it just it's gonna make me mess them up and this is going right into yesterday we had a super chat from Kyle Magno who then said in this super chat I challenged him to pronounce my full name so here we go I I skimmed it but this is gonna be what you get and I'm gonna do it as best I can but I'm following the English uh, language rules uh Kyle Magno Patillo. what well, could I know I know that when you have two L's that usually is a yeah so patio de castro the tim
1: I'm, I'm gonna post a i'm gonna post Stadele. a delay Stadele? Stadele. Stadele. tim i'm gonna i'm gonna post a name in the chat can you try and pronounce it real quick and i'll tell you uh, well, how to hold, pronounce it okay it's in the it's in the chat
2: are you gonna do the 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 long whatever no it, no, no no it starts with r What the heck? How do you pronounce that? Hold on. I'm missing (laughs) it. Rheinmetall-Borsig-Waffenträger-Tim. And then you said try to pronounce this. I don't know. Is that even close? That was actually really close. Come on. It's Rheinmetall-Borsig-Waffenträger.
1: It's a German tank that was used in World War II.
2: (laughs) Kelly Kellum just said hooked on phonics plus cultural awareness and traveling. (laughs) Pulling hook on phonics. We do out have there. some other super chats that came in. Uh, <laughs> Gatidius <laughs> Telecom said, Hey, Cook Protocol, any thoughts? BitBoy has more than 1 million in his portfolio. Um, he does. Do you have any thoughts on uh, Do I have any thoughts on what exactly? On Cook Protocol? Oh, Cook Protocol? I have not.
1: I have no idea. I have I'm no sorry. thoughts on that. I am sorry, my friend.
2: Uh, we did have another one just come in from Raw. Ooh. Quesada. Uh, Shiba still hasn't been on Robinhood. They're more
1: dollars. Good. It's almost like Robinhood for once actually is doing what's good for the investor. What? I didn't say that. Guys, if you're enjoying today's stream, hit that like button. We got almost 4,000 people watching and 700 likes. Come on. Come on. Just for the sake of if you're enjoying today's stream, you can give us a like it helps out quite a bit thank you very much and by the way here's a reason why you ought to subscribe to the channel because on saturday i have an interview with both of the altcoin daily brothers going up austin and aaron so make sure you subscribe and hit the post notification bell so you'll be updated when that goes out really interesting i learned a lot about how they got into cryptocurrency how the channel started and you guys i think will really enjoy it with that said let's jump back onto my screen and no we're not doing a bunch of ta on shib we're gonna start with our bearish segment here on bitcoin and unfortunately for you guys there is actually quite a lot of bearish technicals right now i don't want you to get concerned about it. But as always, it is our mission here to bring you both sides of the narrative so that you're not just getting one side. We don't want to be biased. We want to be as unbiased as possible and give you information so that you can go and make informed trades and decisions. The very first thing I want to show you here on the daily chart is this. There have been three major highs that have been in play over the last 10 days each and every one of them is a lower high. We see one lower high, a second lower high, and then a third one right here. And then we also see a lower low and a lower low again. That basically means that we're in a short-term corrective movement to the downside. Not a very good sign for the bulls, but these downtrends do end at some point. And I do want to remind you that we are in a bull flag right now with a price target of like $85,000. And Bitcoin also is bearish, but not very bearish. In fact, we're still sitting in the bullish control zone on most of the RSIs. Not something to be worried about, but you do need to know that because it is an argument that the bears will use to push it further down now another thing to show you here guys is this blue line right here you can see it right there i'm just kind of moving it around so you can see which one i am talking about here this blue line this resistance level on bitcoin has been in play for a very long time ever since at least the 25th of may going back even farther than that you can find more information on that trend line because theoretically You can even say it was in play back here on the 25th of January. But the point here is that Bitcoin, as of this morning, was struggling to get back up above this level. Right now, it is basically above it. But the point here is Bitcoin's still kind of caught in that spider web of resistance. You know, it's kind of sticky. Bitcoin's trying to get through it, but it hasn't fully gotten through it yet. We've got all these levels up here that Bitcoin has to punch through, and it's getting harder as the days go on. So we're trying to get above that, but it hasn't necessarily fully cleared it just yet. Now, the next thing to show you is that this candlestick right here has not managed to get up to this. Candlestick right here. This is very similar to the point I made earlier, where Bitcoin is having lower highs. But the point I want to make here is that the big resistance that Bitcoin needs to uh, needs to break to move uh, to the upside and indicate that we are forming this inverse head and shoulders pattern like this. It needs to break above $63,600. It doing that would be remarkably bullish, but it to this date has not happened. Looking down to the four hourly chart, there is a lower low that's forming on the RSI take a look here at this. We pushed all the way down to about 32 on RSI back on the 24th on our previous bottom. We only pushed down to 35. That indicates the bears are actually still pretty in charge here. And same thing as the price action, we're seeing lower highs on the RSI indicating that the bullish strength is waning. We know that because the RSI stands for the relative strength index. The whole point of the RSI is to figure out what is the strength, the relative strength of the bulls and the bears. As these bulls are losing momentum, the RSI pushes to the downside. That's how we know the bulls are losing. Strength. Looking here at the MACD as well, we did have a bullish cross. But I do want you to realize this is actually one of the lowest levels that MACD has been at in a very long time. It's sitting down here at negative 575 pips or so down here on the MACD oscillator. It's very, very low. That is a bearish sign, but it does mean that we could have a lot of bullish momentum to the upside here because the further you get away from the zero level, the more like magnetism it gets. Like think about the zero level on the histogram, like uh, a rubber band where there's no tension on it. And the further and further and further out you get from that center level where the rubber band has no tension, the more tension there is, and then eventually it snaps back into place, and that's kind of what we're seeing happen right now on MACD. We're really far below the zero level, so eventually that kind of spring action is going to push us back to the upside you can think about a lot of the oscillators using a rubber band analogy or, a, or a, like a spring analogy, something like that. Very, very helpful. Now, another thing to show you here on the four hourly chart are the Bollinger Bands. We are currently pushing back up above them. And as of an hour ago, we were testing the center line and rejecting from it. Right now, we have managed to break above it, which is a good sign. But remember, we did the same thing back over here and we rejected off of the top band. So keep an eye on this top band. If we reject off of here, then that could push us all the way down into the high 50s. We don't want that to happen, but it is very much in the cards. Looking down here to the one hourly chart, Okay. We can also see that RSI managed to rally all the way up to sixty uh, to 73. That is a good thing because it means that the bulls are seeing a lot of strength show up on the hourly chart. But again, it is still a lower high following a lower high on the hourly chart. And we probably will be seeing a rejection on the RSI relatively soon because considering the amount of bearishness in the market right now, sitting at 73 is a relatively unstable position for the bulls to be. And is probably not going to manage to last too much longer. Now, with that said, I want to move out to literally my favorite technical indicator, which is the sponsor of today's show and that we've been using every single day for a very long time. It's called Lux Algo. You guys already know that name and we're going to be talking about it here just for a little bit. I want to do a full technical analysis rundown of the entire market using Lux Algo and show you guys just how powerful this one indicator alone is. The very first thing I want to show you is on the daily chart with all the different components of Lux Algo. The very first thing I want to show you is that we are still under a sell signal despite the rally that we saw earlier today. This sell signal is only the third sell signal that we have seen in the last like six months. There was a strong sell signal over here on the 12th of May, then there was a strong sell signal over here on the 19th of September, but generally speaking, there are not very many sell signals that come into this market. It's actually relatively rare for a sell signal to show up on the daily chart and the fact that we have a sell signal is very important. Now, I also want to talk about this candlestick coloring because this is really interesting. Tim, uh, Shannon, our chief marketing officer, and I actually sat down with the CEO of Lux Algo yesterday and I asked him, what is your favorite part of the entire Lux Algo package? And he told me the candlestick coloring. The candlestick color right here is very, very significant. This purple color basically means that we are in this kind of indecision phase. It means that we are under a sell signal, but it means that we could very quickly come out of that sell signal. You see this purple come into play whenever a strong sell signal is switching and it looks like we're about to go green this red color is strong sell. this green color is strong buy and then this purple signal is like somewhere in the middle this candlestick coloring has a lot of really fancy mathematics behind it and it is pretty cool if this stays purple then that could indicate that we're not far away from a buy signal and that would be one of the things that could catapult us up towards all-time high and beyond i definitely want to see that coming into play now another thing to show you here is this line called the trend catcher the trend catcher is a very cool part of Luxalgo because it actually precedes the buy signal and sell signal quite a bit. You can see the trend catcher right here called this top just perfectly. And then it actually called this uptrend a day before the buy and sell signal came in. A lot of people think Luxalgo is just about buying sell signals. It's not. There's a lot more to it than that. The trend catcher is pretty interesting. Now, another thing to show you here are the reversal zones, which are really interesting. These reversal zones up here, give you an idea of the kind of region that that bitcoin is safe to be trading in and right now we're still pretty close to the upper range of the reversal zones indicating that yeah we're having a correction but we actually are still really close to the buy area we've seen a correction but it's not actually that deep of a correction not something that we should be scared of in my opinion now looking here down here to the uh, looking down here to the lux oscillator which is another part of this pack you can see that there was a red dot a little bit recently that does indicate that we're under strong cell uh, cell pressure and that lines up with this one of the cool things about lux is that you have the cell signal you have the red dots and green dots that show up on the lux oscillator you have the trend catcher one of these is going to give you a signal very 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 early in a movement sometimes it's going to be the cell signal sometimes it's going to be the trend catcher sometimes it's going to be a dot down here in lux oscillator but in general whenever a downtrend or an uptrend starts you're going to get a signal somewhere telling you about it so make sure you're using all of the indicators because there's a lot here now one of the final things on the daily chart to show you is the fact that the eq cloud is continuing to expand here that does indicate bullishness whenever the eq cloud is this color that sign that signals bullish Uh, but whenever it is this color that signals bearish so you can see we've been under a bullish cross on the eq cloud ever since the 10th of august very good sign definitely something that we like to see. Now, moving down here to the four hourly chart. Let's take a look at this. We are seeing right now a buy signal printing on the four hourly. We saw this a little while ago. It happened when we had this big rally. But keep in mind, guys, it is not a green rally. This is not a strong buy signal like we saw back over here. Remember how uh, those candlestick coloring is uh, how that candlestick coloring is so important. We saw a buy signal, but it's purple. That means it's a weak buy signal. It is a buy signal, but it's a weak buy signal. The good news is it is a buy signal and that's You know what we want to see. Now, the next thing to show you is that the trend catcher is still red. You can see it came in the candlestick after the strong sell signal in this case turned red. But if this turns green, then that could very quickly turn into a very important. Indicator that we're going to move to the upside. Now, another thing here, we did see the EQ cloud cross in the bearish direction, and we're currently using it as resistance. This EQ cloud over the next little while is going to be very important because if uh, Bitcoin wants to break and start going to the upside big time, it's going to need to get above the critical level at around 62,300 here from LuxAlgo. And if we don't manage to do that, we're going to have trouble and we're going to push to the downside. Definitely be looking for this cloud to give us some support and resistance. In this case, it's giving us resistance. We want to bounce through it. You can see in, in past here how important this cloud is for Bitcoin's uh, trajectory. So definitely keep an eye out on that. Now, another thing to show you here on the Lux Oscillator, the EQ, uh, the Lux Oscillator has been constricting very rapidly, like really rapidly, and when we see that, that's generally a bullish sign, so definitely keep your eyes on that. And then finally, I want to move on down to the, actually, I take that back, there's one thing I want to show you still here on the four-hourly chart, that we got really close to the reversal zone down here. Remember, guys, I told you yesterday, uh, $53,000, $55,000, $57,000, and those levels line up just perfectly with the EQ cloud right in here. If you turn on the EQ cloud and look, uh, then those line up great. We're sitting down here closer towards the reversal zone bullish, which means four hourly chart. We're getting a little overextended in the bearish direction or that we did about 12 hours ago and that we want to see a bounce. Now, moving quickly down here to the hourly chart and then we're going to move into our intermission. Um, We can see that if I remember correctly, there is a buy signal on the hourly chart. Yes, there is. There was a buy signal right here. That is a very good sign. And good news also on the one hourly is that we're currently trying to breach through this bearish EQ cloud. Notice we saw this cross happen over here at two o'clock in the morning on the 27th. We're breaching through it. If we do manage to do that, then the EQ cloud could very quickly reverse go bullish with a cross like this and then we could start using this as support so if bitcoin does manage to get up here towards you know 62 thousand 63 thousand then that is going to be a good sign there we can also see that the trend catcher right here did catch this trend a couple of hours before the buy signal remember what i said guys either the lux oscillator the trend catcher or the buy and sell signal is going to call the market really early one of them is going to catch it in this case all three of them caught it trend catcher caught the bullish movement we saw this green dot come in down here this caught the bullish movement and frankly this is for a strategy that i'm using on lux Algo, which is look at these three things if one of them flashes a buy signal then pay close attention because normally it means something big right now all three of them have which definitely indicates a strong uptrend down here on the hourly chart don't want to be missing out on that. Let me go ahead and close that out. And then another thing to show you here, guys, is that we did come down here and punch into this bullish reversal zone. And that is a good sign. That support zone gave us a lot of support. We even saw a red X right here, which was a take profit. And then another one that is definitely very good. Let me see if there's anything else I want to mention here on the hourly chart. Looks like I covered everything. You remember earlier to this stream when I said I have like 80 pieces of technical analysis I want to show you. I wasn't kidding. The final thing to show you here is that the Lux oscillator has broken above the zero level and that we are sitting pretty up here around 73. Okay. So before we start our intermission, we read some more super chats because I know we got a bunch of them to cover. First of all, if you're enjoying today's video, like the video, we very much appreciate your support. Second of all, what's the takeaway from all this? Because I understand that the way we run this show, we kind of just throw like almost a hundred pieces of technical analysis at you. I don't want you to be overwhelmed. Basically when we do that, We're trying to give you evidence for why we believe what we do. Here's what we believe, and we're going to talk about this more here in a little bit. I think that Bitcoin right now has is is in is on the hourly chart and four hourly chart under a stronger rally right now than the one that we saw here on the twenty fourth of October. I think right now Bitcoin has the potential to punch its way up to sixty three thousand sixty four k, and if it does manage to get above sixty four k, then we're probably going to be going to all time high in a week or two. But if Bitcoin doesn't manage to punch through sixty three to sixty four k, and some of these bearish technicals that we've looked at. Come to pass, then our support level all the way down at 53,000 looks like it is very much in the cards. There are bullish technicals and there are bearish technicals as always, but what do I believe? Based on the last 24 hours, I am hopeful that Bitcoin is going to hit 63 to 64, but I'll believe it when I see it. At the moment, we need to remember that the trend is our friend until it ends, even though we have some uptrending momentum happening down here on the hourly chart, happening down here on the four hourly chart, even though Market Cypher and Luxalgo and much of our TA is pretty bullish actually and calling for a longer-term bullish uptrend, we still have not seen confirmation of that. That's kind of the key here. We have not seen confirmation. So what's the point? Number one, we want to see bullishness. We're waiting on a confirmation. It'll probably be coming in the next couple of days. And number two, if you are scared of this cryptocurrency market right now, do what Bitcoin billionaires do. Zoom out and realize, take a look at my chart, that Bitcoin is under a massive uptrend. And literally just one year ago today, Bitcoin was trading at the measly price of (laughs) $12,700. If you're worried about Bitcoin, you have no reason to be. If you're an investor in Bitcoin, you have every reason to be excited. With that said, let's go ahead and read some super chats.
2: Yeah, we got a lot more this round. Full so screen. we got one from Shadrack Frost, who's now been a member for 2 months let's as go, a Gibby youngling. Said, "What a great what a great way to spend my morning tuning into the Crypto Jeb and his awesome crew. Aww. Blessings to you all and thank you for all you do for us." Thank you so much, Shadrack. Thank you very much, Shadrack. Um, Mr. Frost. Eye of the Beholder said, not financial advice, but if you're going to invest in a doggy project, only put it in what you're really okay with losing. Don't ape in.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely true. Guys, if you want, look, I have no problem with putting a moon bag in some of these dog coins or safe moon or something. If you want to put, let's say, let's say you've got 10000 bucks in your total portfolio. If you want to put $100 into a into a dog coin just because you're like, hey, it could 1,000x, by all means. Like, Go for it. I mean, first of all, it's your portfolio. It's not my you don't need my permission, but there's nothing wrong with having a moon bag thinking, hey, this cryptocurrency could a thousand percent increase uh, a year from now. There's nothing wrong at all with having a moon bag, guys. Just don't put more money than you're willing to lose in that moon bag because you are quite literally gambling. You are quite literally playing the lottery. If you are the kind of person that is predisposed to gambling or predisposed to playing the lottery or something like that, then you need to be very careful in cryptocurrency because you can make a lot of mistakes. That's all
2: I have to say on that. Gotcha. We'll get something real quick while I get over these other ones. We have one from Sean Conroy. Sean Conroy. That's Here's a dope name. Should I just start reading names like the whole bit from uh, Key and Peel? <laughs> C.N. C.N. Conroy. Sure. Yeah, do uh, it. I love it. Just uh, just to make sure if I can't get everyone's C-N name right, i get name wrong. That's a consistency. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no guys, one can you, complain if you get every name wrong. You know? what, what's your thoughts on IOTA and XLM?
1: IOTA is a dead project and XLM is a knockoff of um, of XRP. That's my opinion.
2: <laughs> uh, Buzzle Hello said thoughts on Oh, oh my gosh. What he did what he You did? can't hear you know the the track. He did he did run did the the, sp- the crickets? He did a no, he did like a weird cry one. Oh my gosh. Buzzle Hello said thoughts on Ichimoku strategy. Ich- Ichimoku 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 Ichim- strategy and TPO trading.
1: I'm not familiar with what he means by TPO trading. I've used Ichimoku Cloud plenty of times. I'm personally not the biggest fan of it. I actually find that Ichimoku Cloud, um, that a lot of what Ichimoku does, Luxalgo, actually does quite a bit better. I've I've just, I don't know. I've used Ichimoku at many different points in my trading career. I'm not knocking it. There are people that have a lot of success with it. It just kind of isn't my cup of tea, so... That's my
2: gotcha. take. Uh, let's see here. Coming down, we got one from Mojo Hand saying, Jeb gets a free coffee just for the salty Robin Hood comment. <laughs> I'll take and it. I'm a I big want fan there. Uh, Spencer Nichols said, you guys are awesome. Thank you all. You're awesome, Spencer. Rick, four, nine, six, two. First, just gave $5 just to give. Let's and go, then Rick. The next one. Well, he gave twenty bucks. I think he was he said, asking what, about. He said, "What about Elon Coin?" Yeah, what about Elon lull? Coin? About I saw Elon a comment coin? someone said oh, that. My goodness! That's the uh, you know might have been a waste of twenty dollars. <sighs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Elon Coin?
1: Um, you know, look, I it th- like I said, there's nothing wrong with a moon bag and any cryptocurrency that has the name Elon in it. I could. I, I i hate to say this but i could see it like moonshotting let me let me look at it really quickly because i've never looked at it e- Elo- elonium coin oh my gosh this is cringe let me look at this really quickly on coin market cap and see if it's already moonshot because if it hasn't like i said nothing wrong with having a moon bag with like 0.01 of your portfolio just realize that your moon bag could very easily also just go down into the pit of the earth and you'll never see it again uh trading view isn't loading for me but if Elon coin hasn't had a Shiba Inu Dogecoin style uh, pump, there is a potential. It could do it just because Elon Musk's name is a meme. It's got great branding. So it's possible. And I mean, just don't over-invest in it because like I said, you were literally
2: God. playing lottery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last one we have here from T shroom in the room said, happy oh. hashtag national first responders day. Oh, I, I didn't know, know that, that was that. awesome.
1: That's awesome. Come Happy on. Hashtag National First Responders Day. Taylor is in the room right behind Smash. He is, he is on T-shroom. the floor. Mr. T-Shroom is a cool guy. All right. We got one more, actually, before we move in. Uh, Dulce Davis said, Assuming financial reset is real, uh, and crypto and the stock market crashes to nothing. What is your opinion on the safety of our crypto slash money is safe? Well, if the stock market and the crypto market crashes to nothing, you probably have bigger things to concern yourself with than your portfolio, like food and water and shelter. But um, your cryptocurrency is going to be totally fine. It might lose a lot of value, but it's not going to go anywhere. So, you know, Um uh, I wouldn't worry about that, to be honest with you. It's like, it's like if you live your whole life thinking about, oh, what if the world ends? Well, first of all, I can't do anything about that. And second of all, your life is going to suck. So I wouldn't worry about that. Definitely make sure you're informed, but I wouldn't get too deep in that. Now, Tim, I want to talk a little bit about the cryptocurrency markets here. Considering that we are in a short-term correction, but we are in a very long-term rally, I know you've seen this happen many times in the cryptocurrency space. What is your biggest takeaway for traders and investors that are newer to the cryptocurrency space? Should
2: they be concerned? How should they look at this market? Well, this is going to be profound, uh, and it's not going to be the first time it's ever been said. But pause, zoom out, and then look at things. You know, a a 10% correction looks a lot Worse when you're looking on the hourly chart versus when you zoom out to the daily and then weekly and then monthly chart. And you're going to see there's not a single massive bull run that doesn't come with some little corrections along the way. So before people just freak out and say like, oh no, like right now we're moving down. We see, as Jeb talked about in TA notes, we see lower lows and we see lower highs, which is a correction, which is a downward movement. It's It means the bears are out fighting the bulls. Pause. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the hourly chart. Let me look back at the daily and then the weekly chart. Oh, look at that. We're right on track for a nice bull run. Never mind. I'm not freaking out. That's yeah. what I would say.
1: Yeah, for real. No, it's. I think it's just so important that people use these opportunities to learn because people don't realize – the enemy of the trader is not downwards movement. The enemy of the trader is actually boring movement where it's trading sideways. You can make money in a downtrend just as easily as you can make money in an uptrend. What we need to do as traders and investors is we need to be looking for momentum. And if there's not momentum, like for example... I'll show you on Bitcoin's chart, historically speaking here. I remember back in August, um, pr- primarily September and October of 2018, when we were running this channel, Bitcoin was ranging in a 8% range for 60 days. And I was running a daily uploading cryptocurrency technical analysis price action recover uh, uh, commentary channel. I don't have any freaking clue what I talked about for those two months. The videos are all up on the channel. You can go back and look for any video between September and the end of October 2018. God only knows what I was talking about because there was nothing to talk about. That was boring. This right here is the enemy of a trader because there's no price action and it's a little bit harder in my opinion to do technical analysis in a in a uh, ranging market than it is in a trending market right now we are in a trending market we're in a downtrending market that is a good thing for traders so if you are concerned about the downwards movement here pause like tim said when in doubt zoom out yeah. uh or uh as some uh, as kelly has been saying and quoting someone uh uh don't trip uh i forgot the the rest of it. Buy, don't trip buy by the dip, the dip. that's <laughs> it don't trip by the dip well tim i got another question for you yeah i remember when i got into cryptocurrency everybody was talking about $10,000. And I was like, oh my gosh, $10,000 on Bitcoin. That's insane because Bitcoin was at 2,900 bucks when I got in. I'm like, man, $10,000, six figures. That would be freaking nuts. When you got into the space, Bitcoin's around $11,000. Yeah. Did you have a similar response to the idea of a $100,000 Bitcoin? What was your reaction to the idea of 100K Bitcoin? I,
2: not any surprise whatsoever, actually. You know, obviously, Jeb, you were the one that got me into Bitcoin. Yep. And while I had a lot of learning to do to back up that synopsis, one of my thoughts when I got in when I put five thousand dollars, and at that point, five thousand dollars was not just a lot of money, it was pretty much all of my savings. It was because forget a hundred thousand, Bitcoin within the next couple of years, you know, be it five to ten, it's going to be sitting closer to $1 million, maybe even sitting maybe $10 million. I, I think the first week I was in, I read an article talking about comparing Bitcoin to gold yep. and how Bitcoin actually is on track to outperform gold. And yep. But even if it stayed at what gold was, even if it like just stayed the same, it would end up finishing somewhere around like, was it $5 million or something like that? Yeah, it'd be huge. It and, would and, be, and, I don't and, think and it'd be that high, but it'd be— It it'd was be, over a million for sure. yeah. But it was saying no, but it's on pace to way outperform gold, yeah. which would put it closer, to like maybe even ten million. So it, it really wasn't that challenging for me. Now I will say, as every noob has, there were that moments because I bought at eleven thousand. I think the next two days it went down to like nine thousand or something. It was like, oh no, did I? It, I don't think I made a mistake. I was just like, oh, should I have? Just, should I have waited for two days? And that yeah. I talked about this yesterday for those of you who were watching. If you didn't, you guys can watch. One of the common mistakes of, of new people is saying, oh no, I didn't buy the dip, I'm a moron. Like, no. Like you, you didn't just because you didn't hit the lowest point, or you didn't sell at the very top, yeah. doesn't make you bad. The experts do not hit the bottoms perfectly, and do not hit the tops. perfectly.
1: And by the way, they don't try because it's no. dangerous. Tim, nope. do you remember? Do you a side question? Do you remember um, when we when you were training me at Muscle Farm and the how's uh, a big shout out uh, and uh, <laughs> Kyle if you're watching, <laughs> uh, yeah, if Kyle's watching, um, and I was talking to you about why Bitcoin's so important. I was talking about hyperinflation, and all that. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. Like, do you remember that? What yeah. was your reaction? Because you were like,
2: you were kind of like. Well, Whoa. well, OK, so I know you had a I was looking at the thing. You have another question similar to this here is if I could sum up who I was as a person. And I think that a lot of people in chat are going to kind of relate with this. I was under no delusion that fiat currency and money and the economy and the way the world works financially was screwed up. Right. Yep. The problem is, is when you do not have a solution. You gotta kinda have this concept of like, all right, well, it's messed up, but I can't affect it, I can't do anything. So okay. You know? When you kept talking about all the inflation stuff, I'm like, okay, I know all this stuff. What made crypto and specifically Bitcoin interesting is it was the first time I heard a solution to the problem with inflation and the problems that our world was economically facing. When when there's no solution to a problem. Do, why would you waste your time and your fear and your worry about – because there's if you can't control or factor into something, you're just wasting your time to worry. That's true. When yep. there's a solution, that's when you get involved. So for me – what, every conversation we had in that gym, I remember just staying over you. You're benching, and I'm just spotting you, and you're talking about all this stuff. I was right, like, that was finally, back when I was benching the bar and struggling. <laughs> finally, there's a solution to the problem that I've been seeing for years. So now I'm going to st- – actually like that's what got me to actually start paying attention to even like – I'm not saying I follow the stock market avidly, but I'm now – watching what's happening there. I'm watching what's happening in the financial worlds. I'm paying attention to news stories that talk about finances and economy and I never had a reason to before because I was like, it's hopeless, it's stupid, it's dumb and now there actually is a hope to fix the problem.
1: You know, this is com- this is completely off topic, but this is a funny factoid for all of you guys. The reason I started working out with you, Tim, was because I had just gotten dumped and I was like, man, I want to like get strong. Do you remember me telling you that? I was like, man, I want like, to yeah. 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 like, get strong and Tim, who's my microchurch leader, is also a, I remember texting you. I'm like, hey, Tim, you're a person Personal trainer, yep. right? Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm glad now. I love fitness. I was deadlifting yesterday. I freaking love going to the gym. I got yeah, I think I told you guys I was I was uh benching on Monday and I got recognized at the gym by a guy named Max. Shout out to Max if you're watching. Well Tim, I got a couple more questions here for you yeah. and then we wanna read some super chats before we wrap it out. What big cap altcoin do you think has the most solid use case?
2: Use case? Mm-hmm. Cardano. Like, really? The, the, well, I'm assuming when you're saying use cases, what is going to be actually done with what, what's happening on the platform.
1: Sure. Well, let's a, let's ask the question in two different ways. What has the biggest use case now, and what do you think will have the biggest use case in five years?
2: I mean, it's hard to argue with also Ethereum. Ethereum's going to be great, I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't say but, Ethereum. But, but my, the, re, the reason with Cardano is, A, it's still going to be a great place for, you know— for value in terms of if you just want to trade it and hold it as you know some form of a asset but i'm i'm talking about what the project actually does which is one of the reasons why i am such a big ada and charles Hoskinson fan and why they like they align so much with even what our heartbeat is is hey guys yes let's fix finances let's let's get people out of of debt and out of poverty but Cardano is taking a step further and not just having it be a financial thing. They're actually using technology and building things that will help those who never had a chance. I don't see another project being as aggressive at helping humanity and helping people as Cardano. And guess what? There's something about those efforts, those people. When your mindset is selfless and purposeful to help those who cannot help themselves – things surround you I believe that it's it's almost like a biblical uh, practice the way God made our universe is that when you stop focusing on yourself and you focus on others the blessings come
1: amen so to that. watch
2: cardano who Charles Hodgson could care less about the price cardano is sitting right now at 201 he is no less proud of cardano when it was sitting at three dollars he is just as proud of his project because of what his project does it's when people have that thought that good things follow, even in the price. So both price wise and purpose wise, I love what Cardano is doing.
1: Yeah, cool. Well, let's see. Let's see what else. Uh, Here's another question that I have for you, Tim. But before that, I will go ahead and tell you what I think. I think personally, it's dogecoin no i'm kidding i am absolutely joking please please don't get mad at me i'm joking it's a joke no but for real the one that i think has the biggest use case right now it's obviously ethereum but five years from now i think you're probably right cardano or
2: maybe even polka dot i'm not even gonna i'm not even Polkadot's gonna lie yeah, no.
1: and frankly if xrp does what it says it's going to do and what ripple says it's going to do it could it, be one it, of the and by the way cases. my
2: comment wasn't to say no other project would do well no, absolutely i, I think course. xrp will do well i think polka dot will do well i think Ethereum yep. are gonna do well it's just the which would we say is the best yeah
1: yeah well let me ask you one final question and this is a really cool one by the way a lot of these questions are provided by one of our new staff members t shroom who's sitting over there behind smite so shout out to taylor
2: um what
1: keeps you coming back to crypto every single week uh, yeah.
2: okay so i think that I, I answered the question early when i was talking about probably before did. it was i've known for a long time that we have an economic and financial problem well, keeps me coming back to crypto. And for those of you who would love to learn even more about this, we haven't mentioned this book in a long time. Um, uh, the Bitcoin the, Standard the Bitcoin by Safadine Amos. Read the book. Read the book, and it will explain to you why you should be coming back to crypto day in and day out, week after week. You know, take some days off. Have some fun. Enjoy life. Don't don't become a crypto zombie. But why do I come back week after week? Why do I continue to follow everything? First of all, it's my job. But even if it wasn't my job, like let's say God calls me away from this business. I will continue to follow crypto because it is a solution to a problem that this world has been facing for hundreds, if not a couple thousand years.
1: Amen to that. That is awesome. Well, the reason that I keep coming back is because I just have always cared so deeply about um, just helping other people. I've always cared so deeply about uplifting other people because, you know, I, I, for a long time, was the guy that needed a lot of help. I was the guy that had nothing. I was the guy that I needed somebody to kind of help pick me up. And crypto is the thing that did that for me. And crypto might be the thing that's doing that for you. And if you're on that path, I encourage you to stay that path because cryptocurrency will help you to achieve financial freedom so long as you continue to invest in your education. You can do so with the link down below. And also make sure to sign up for Lux go if you haven't already. Let's go ahead and read some Super Chats before we wrap out.
2: Yeah, let's see what we got here. We have one from Brett saying, Jeb, apologies for the bad puns yesterday. Serious question, though. There's
1: no such thing as a bad pun. I love a good pun. Yeah, that's true. Uh,
2: a serious question, though. Wondering if you could do a refresher on how to use Ashi candles in conjunction with MACD sometime. God bless you guys.
1: Yeah, no, it's actually funny. The way that we use Ashi and MACD, which is one of the things that I keep I keep to myself and for the people in CT2A, if you want to see that strategy, check out CT2A. I'll go in more detail over there. But basically, the point of Ashi MACD is to look for um, the two indicators work really well at calling a rally. If one of them doesn't call it early, the other one will. It's kind of like what I was talking about earlier with Lux Algo with the buy-sell signals, the green red dots, and the trend catcher if you use a couple of different trending uh, reversal indicators at once, then one of them is going to give you a signal, and then the rest of them can confirm that signal. So the strategy right. with Ashi MACD is that you look for one of them to call the trend, and then you use the other one to confirm the trend, and then that's when you can enter a trade. Something that we teach over in CT2A. If you want to
2: learn more, you can check the link down below. Thank you very much, Brett, for that donation. Boom. We have another one from JMK, or Jump, Jump saying, Smay, how is the, how is the training going with your boxing match coming up? Ooh. Actually, I just want to before Smee answers, Smay has been killing it. How he many has. days when was the last day you didn't work out, Smay? Uh three weeks ago. Holy three crap. Three weeks ago.
0: Yeah. For those who don't know,
2: if you're new, I think I think easily at least 20 pounds, if not pushing closer to 30, has come off in the last week. lost a lot of weight. Yeah.
0: Anyways, yeah, guys, I've been doing it. So Smay's killing that's it, bro. About it. Yep. 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 Uh, any
2: anything else you want to say on that, Smay? So I I I answered it for
0: you. No, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I've definitely been, I've been serious about it, Uh, but um, yeah, guys, it's not actually probably going to be a boxing match. I'm just doing it to get healthy and take care of myself, but but that was kind of the motivation was, you know, I think what motivated me was when we talked about a boxing match and he was like, Tim was so confident that he'd beat me so easily that it wouldn't even be a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wouldn't it even be like a tough fight, and I was like, you know what, you know, what? I'm willing you to what? change
2: it to. to listen, my sport was football, but I'll, I'm willing to change it up to non-violence. Let's just play basketball, one Oh yeah, we can do one on one. We'll <laughs> do a one on one basketball. Yeah, one on one basketball. Game. Yeah, All right, Boom, anyways, there you go. All uh, right, this is a great question from Tom N. We actually were talking about this yesterday, Jeb. So I'm so glad he asked this. Uh, which Trading View plan do we need? Pro, Pro Plus, or Premium? Yeah,
1: absolutely. This is, this is a conversation literally our
2: office was having yesterday.
1: Yes, we were talking about this yesterday. So the different plans on Trading View give you different things. They give you a a different number of people they can sign into your account. They give you different premium indicators and they give you different uh, levels of how many indicators you can use at once. I believe what I have is Pro Plus. I have whichever one of the plans is, but you guys got to realize I set up my paid plan like three years ago. So it's been a while since I've looked at them. I believe I have the Pro Plus plan. I have whichever plan allows you to have 10 indicators. Um, I'm probably going to be switching it up to... The top one, which is, I think, premium, I forget the names. Basically, the way you want to make your decision is how many indicators do you need? Because, I mean, there are other things that you're going to need. For example, VPVR is a paid indicator that is built into TradingView. Um, So to get that, you're going to need to have a paid plan on TradingView. So I would encourage you guys to get at least the lowest plan. But if you want to get any of the plans, then you definitely need to look at them and say, hey, what are my needs and which one uh, is the cheapest that I can actually get away with here?
2: Gotcha. We got one from Mix Crypto saying, thoughts on reducing position in Cardano, currently 29% of my portfolio, and moving it to Ethereum. Not sure. ADA infrastructure will be ready to facilitate a big run to keep up with the other major L1 platforms.
1: You'd be surprised. And the reason is, is that... Cardano is still, to this day, built on hype. There is so much hype in Cardano, and it is a spring waiting for a massive rally. I, would, I wouldn't I would discount Cardano, but if you are having 30% of your portfolio in Cardano, you might be a little bit overexposed to it, but mm-hmm. I, I'm i not going to weigh in on that just because I don't know your specific case. Yeah. That'd be irresponsible of me, actually.
2: We have another one from Mixed Crypto saying, thoughts? Oh, no, sorry. I'm sorry. Just read that one. My bad. Jesse Marshall. Jesse Marshall saying, right now, best return on investment, AVAX or FTM
1: well i'm more familiar with avax than ftm so it's hard for me to compare the two but i can tell you this i think avax has a massive upside potential like i said i haven't looked at ftm phantom the, the in a while Fan-
2: i will say personally as much as, i think it's probably avalanche as much as i don't know phantom well uh it's not a shill coin, obviously. Yeah, and I've no. seen a lot of a lot of support recently. Yeah, about it's a it. legit project. It's been around for years. So you know, don't just jump into it just because you see everybody else saying, "Oh, it's doing amazing." But it is something like to me when I see a lot of people going crazy about a project, and then I find out it's not a shill coin. That's what makes me say, "Okay, let yeah. me let me learn a little bit more about this."
1: The thing you have to realize on Phantom guys is it's already rallied like. 1500 percent in the last year yeah so shoot not in the last year in the last like three months so you got to kind of be careful of that avalanche has rallied a lot too but it's not as overextended in my opinion gotcha <laughs>
2: we got any more that i mean unless something popped up while i was reading those i did jeffrey Fritz. uh jeffrey fritz is uh team smay let's beat tim you know jeffrey uh, <laughs> let's go it's okay it's i'm it's on
0: okay. i'm hashtag team turtle the, team turtle i have something what's up the webinar is tomorrow that is
1: true it i is almost true. forgot about that guys we got like a couple of seats left in the webinar, which is happening tomorrow, and you're not going to want to miss that. Make sure, if you haven't already, to sign up for the webinar. There are limited seats available. You can find that with the link in the description box down below. If you guys want to have a teaching on basic chart formations, and then also get to talk to me, Tim, and Smay for a long time, we'll bring you up on stage, answer any of your questions you guys have. We always have a lot of fun there. We've even met Kelly, who's on our staff now through there. We love meeting you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait. So make sure to check that out. Link's in the description box down below. you got a couple of hours left to sign up for that yeah what's up smay
0: oh i was gonna say uh last thing i'm gonna say guys if you guys uh are also in a similar position as me and you guys are wanting uh like you feel like you need motivation to start losing weight if you guys go follow me on twitter i'm gonna start posting uh progress updates. let's go so i'm gonna i'm gonna be posting my you know my workout rings and all that stuff so go check go follow my twitter at at so you guys can check that out if you need some motivation you can go there to check that out.
1: I love that your profile picture is you holding the huddle trophy and your <laughs> yeah. banner is the uh is a turtle.
0: Oh yeah, I'm oh, awesome. showing off. Yeah. Showing See that's my turtle. Yeah, that's my turtle actually. That's my turtle. Yeah, that's his turtle. Yeah.
1: Go follow him guys. He's holding the huddle trophy right there which I'm holding it this week, but we'll see if he gets it back, because his prediction is 70K by the end of the week. I don't think that's going to No, it's not going to happen. Anyway, guys, that's all we got for you today. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the like button. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. We're about to hit 200K subs, and we very much appreciate every single last one of you. Make sure to sign up for Lux Algo with the link in the description box down below. They're the sponsor of this show and they help to continue this show for us. Make sure to sign up. You can use coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout. It is the indicator that I use every single day. I don't know what I would do without it. You definitely don't want to be missing out on that. Anyway, guys, that's all I got for you today. Before I go, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always. And I will see you guys in the next video. Peace. Oh, I got a real good feeling
0: hope you enjoyed listening to the Coffee and Crypto podcast. Tune in every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch live on YouTube. Follow us on our social media accounts at CryptoJab. And lastly, we want to thank you for supporting us here at MacBee Media.